0: welcome to bonehead weekly this week we want to let you know that we have a special topic for you we've worked really hard we went down into the archives of the bonehead weekly mega store and what we found there that we really need to talk about with the rest of you all is this we actually don't have a topic for this week we had one planned we decided to do other things and we have a topic for next week and it all just got screwed so we're doing another no topic episode
1: but yeah. this, uh, but I do have some things I'll throw out because I think there's a couple things I want to ask you all. And this is—I well, mean, the throw out relative. the baby
0: with the water. I just wanted to
1: say that. Well, why is the baby in that much water? Why <laughs> are you drowning them babies anyway? My question is this, gentlemen. I was listening to the radio. Uh I know Joe, you're part of that Amish commune, but see a radio is something where music is transferred through the air. Me,
0: anyway. Sir, I actually pay for the serious and Chad can attest that I don't even listen to it. I just flip through it every third. It flips
1: seconds. through it. Uh, hold on. <laughs> you can't be you can't be serious. Please sponsor us. Please Jesus sponsor the By the way, by the the way why? Are you
2: why he was flipping. We had a a 20 minute conversation about what the hell do the Bodine sing?
0: <laughs> anyway, my <laughs> is point is accurate. And I have seen the Bodine's live. I'm the one I'm that guy.
1: I, I was listening to the radio and I don't know if you kids remember the offspring, but yep. that offspring song oh, came on off. and it has the lyric of, I may be dumb, but I'm not a dweeb, which made me actually think what happened to the term dweeb? When I was the last time it. you heard anybody call... Okay, when was the last time you heard anybody relevant call somebody a dweeb?
0: Hmm. I don't know. You want me to call you a dweeb from now on?
1: No, I'm more of a nerd or a geek, I, but uh, but you know what I mean? It's, it seems like there, for, there was a brief window of time when you had nerd and geek and dweeb, and dweeb seems to have fallen off. I don't know. I had, Is it because had... Offspring killed it? Do you think Offspring killed it? Can we hashtag Offspring at offering yeah, can, this, and
0: you're the one who's on the damn
1: tweeters. Well, not all the time. Sometimes I'm you're also on the tweeters on the... a hell of a lot more than me. Sometimes I'm also on the Facebook and the OnlyFans.
0: Well, yeah, the OnlyFans, yeah, yeah, that goes without saying.
1: <laughs> but no, I honestly, I was sitting there going, you know, that was a hit song, and but we don't yeah. hear Tweeb anymore. Well, you should say dweeb more. Did it go the way of Tubular? No, I still say Tubular. Once again, does anybody relevant say these terms?
2: Yeah, I usually put, but when I say dweeb, I usually put effing in front of it. "F" and dweeb sounds weird. Why didn't you just say fucking? I just, I just try to clean it up for today's episode. I just say, I, 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 I just can't say dweeb by itself. There has to be some other ad, there has to be an adjective in front of it. And usually it's an expletive
0: adjective. Well, what would you put in front of dweeb? Explicit adjective. I don't. I explicit adjective dweeb is hard to say. I uh, no. Uh no, it's
2: <laughs> usually
0: well, it's shit eating dweeb. Yeah,
2: yeah. Dweeb. I've never
0: heard you call anybody a shit eating dweeb. It's usually when I'm
2: by myself driving and somebody just pisses me off. <laughs> it's usually
1: Joe. Are you, a joke. Are you oh, yeah. talk-
2: I talk you to myself usually- all the time when I drive by myself. You all don't?
1: Yeah. Oh, are you no, all I calling are
0: you calling yourself a shit eating dweeb? Sometimes. <laughs> Have you no, seen I'd, his face? I'd, I talk to
1: myself all the time. I like to have an intelligent conversation. Mm. Uh,
2: I bet you're 20 minutes late to your own conversation.
1: I actually, bet he
0: was too. Actually, I, ask argue,
1: James when he'd be I here. No James is always late. I always argue with myself because nobody hates me more than me. By the way, though, <laughs> speaking of which, we got no topic episode here. You, all, you kids, you kids know I don't read uh, I haven't read. I've read some of it, but I haven't read I'm not a diehard Stephen King fan. Yeah. If you go back and watch any of our seventy-two Stephen King episodes, you'll slowly pick up on this. The monster Reduce. is
0: dead. Let it go. We're due for another know. one.
1: Well, no, hold on.
0: There's been so, a lot more,
1: gentlemen. I, as you know, I I I've been driving back and forth. I drive quite a bit. And I'm in my car, and I, I go to places like Ollies and places that have please sponsors, Ollies, uh, places that have books on on CD because I still have a CD player in my car, because I drive something from nineteen eighty two 19-tickety-tooth. Anyway, and I picked up, they had Fright or Flight, the the collection of stories he edited and wrote an original story for with Bev, I want to say Bev Vincent, I may get that. Bev, Bev
0: co- DeVoe. Bev DeVoe.
1: Uh, but anyway. um, That girl's and, poison. And, and Joe Hill wrote a story for it. Poison! But, so if you've not, do you own, I know you have a lot of the Stephen King. Do you have fight or flight? No, I, or do flight?
0: I do not. No one will buy me things because I'm ugly.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I, I got nothing. But anyway, it's, it's a really good me. anthology. I don't have
0: things either because I'm also ugly.
1: Um, and So I, uh, I got it, but I got a book on tape. I didn't get the book.
0: Yeah. But
1: I was going to say, I, 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 it was a fascinating collection. Joe Hills is really interesting. Um. And and Stephen King's is okay. Stephen King, as he points out, this is my third story because he he does some of the narration, some of the readings. Uh, It's his third story involving a plane. uh, Langoliers. um, Mm. I'm forgetting the other one. Uh, uh, Nightflyer. Nightflyer. Mm. And then this one is called um, – it's not Turbulence Coordinators. It's something like that, though. But anyway, it's interesting. What I was going to say, though, is the uh, the nice thing about this collection is it has a bunch of other. It has Ray Bradbury. It has – and I was introduced to a story, and it actually got to me, the premise. And there's nothing really to it per se unless you want to put it there. But have you all ever heard of the story? And I need to look up who it's by. It's in that collection. Cargo? I don't oh. remember off
0: the top of my head.
1: Well, I'll tell you the premise. It's about this military transport coordinator. It's-
0: it's pronounced premise.
1: Okay. Uh, the premise of this is the car. He's a cargo coordinator. Give me a
0: second to even know what the fuck that boy was talking about. Because uh, you're a dweeb. i shit eating dweeb and I'm hideous.
1: Um, hideous shit eating dweeb. Oh my God. That, that that can be our version of Chud. Anyway. shit eating dweeb. I Shed. <laughs> anyway. We have, uh, but it, the, the plot line is he's a cargo coordinator in the military, yeah. which all that means is he's got a military rank, but when they have to transport something on these big transport planes, yeah. he has to coordinate how they can get all the luggage in. Right. And it's set in, in uh, well, the 1970s, I believe, and they get the call that they have to go to Jamestown to pick up all the caskets because you know the military helped clear it out. And on the way back again did it happen did it not up to you listen to the story or read the story it's great it's literally out of this entire collection it wasn't a stephen king story that got to me it was cargo because somebody starts to freak out and says that he can hear the children playing still because they're transporting the child's children's bodies yeah and then at one point somebody actually freaks out and goes just open it open up the caskets and let them out to play Mm mm-hmm and it's such an effective scene because he's obviously having some trauma. He's having flashbacks. He's having other things. And it's what is causing this noise on this plane? What is causing? And it's, and then it, I mean, the story just keeps going. But it's, it's one of the stories. It's one of the only recent horror stories, not novels, because there's definitely been some novels and novellas that have worked on me. but short story wise, where probably in about 10 pages. It got to me. Like I was sitting there going, "Oh God, what would you do?" Because you're trapped. You're on a plane. Yeah. And you're just hearing children playing, and children laughing, and children, and you're transporting children's caskets. It got to me. So if you have, look it up. Cargo. There you go.
2: I don't think I want to look that up.
1: <laughs> Let's see. You love the Jamestown cult. You're always like, James, won't you join this cult with me? And I'm like, no, Chad, it's not going to be like Jonestown. I keep saying Jamestown, Jonestown. It's not going to be like the Jonestown cult. They're not going to, that's not going to happen again. You usually just end up having me join some pyramid scheme. And it's I don't nice even, I don't, I don't even care about the Egyptians.
2: It's all tropical and nice and full of snakes, you dweeb. I
1: don't Shit like snakes. Dweeb. Shit
0: eating you, breaking your own rules. James has an irritator. He's unmanageable. <laughs> He's unmanageable. Yeah. Well, what else you all got going on? Well, Chad, we probably should talk about yesterday.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, it was so without, without, with, let's put a spit, a joke spin on it. Cause this is, it gets, it gets kind of rough in places, but
0: yeah, well, it gets a little rough. I'm glad you had a good experience. I'm glad you had that one in particular experience and you can talk about it if you want, but what we've, for our longtime listeners or watchers we we've been trying to get some stuff down because two out of the three boneheads are from eastern kentucky and one of us is from true southeastern kentucky that's me james is from the you know the college town of moorhead and they had some serious flooding and we wanted to try to help and and god bless the Greers uh jamie and her son jackson drove all the way down from ashland and when i say they had a truck full chad it was sitting on as they say in eastern kentucky the binders was it not yeah, yeah now it was,
1: it was sitting on the binders but let's let's do a quick uh kentucky check but was it riding on baloney skins
0: no no because well, the good. And they have my it was a brand new truck
1: Oh, good. So the so the the tires weren't baloney skins. We're good then.
0: The Greers don't roll around that, but um, so just a shout out to them. They've been great, and I talked to him a little bit. I talked to Jared, who owns Comic Con, he and his wife, and they're going to do. We're going to be at Fall Fan Fest. This is probably this is an exclusive. DeBonehead's has going to have a table at Fall Fan Fest coming here in September at the at the Convention Center in Lexington. And uh, we've already started discussing. Jared contacted me last night. And I haven't even told the other two Boneheads it's kind of live that we're going to be doing some stuff there. And we may be work. I want. I don't want to give too much away because it's not a done deal. And we both have different ideas what we should do. And one of us is the boss. And it, by the way, not me. So. What we did do is they brought some stuff. We we did some collections. We've been some sharing. I, I actually, since I posted the thing last night about, hey, we did this, which this has been taped about four or five days before you actually are going to hear it, I, I had several people at work today stop me, gentlemen, saying oh, when can I bring it? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. What, I, the but... first time I heard it, though can you all you get where i'm going with this right the first time i was like well you could have brought it this shit 24 hours ago but i didn't say any of that what i said i stopped myself and said anytime you'd like i'll arrange another we'll do it right yeah
2: yeah yeah. and then I probably take it to
0: another county yeah that's what i actually said is i think we you know we did breath it last time and i think next time we'll you know we'll either do not or letcher or perry county so that being said I, we had an absolute, we could, James couldn't make it, couldn't get out of Mississippi in time, but we missed him. Wow. And we had a real, I actually had a really good day mm-hmm. and we, we worked hard. We kept up with those national guards guys. Yep. I mean, all yeah. of them were 12 years old, but Chad and I were unloading trucks and it was sweaty. These two old women kept hitting on us. They didn't happen. I just want to make. that. Yeah, story. I was going to say, when did that happen? They were just. Being if you're going to,
1: by the way, if you're going to make up a story, could you? Did you have to make him old? old?
0: Like, yeah. no, because there was someone who was lovely there, who was friendly, but I it just would have been too creepy for me to have said a anything to her other than thank you, ma'am, and yes, ma'am, and where would you like me to put this, ma'am? <laughs> and the other one would be, uh, that's just our luck it would have either been a really big bear who would have been hitting on us, and either the actual kind of bear or a big 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 furry gay guy, or old women. Gentlemen, am I wrong? I
1: I literally, and this is a true story. I'm not making this up. My wife can verify this. We were once on vacation, and I realized who I'm attractive to, not who I'm attracted to, but who, who finds me attractive. Tends to be the only people I've had, and they had had a couple, you could tell there were these elderly British ladies in probably their mid to late seventies. And one of them actually, uh, pinched me and I'm not going to go into further details, but it turns out gentlemen that I'm a reverse Sean Connery, Sean Connery. Everybody found him attractive as he got older. What turns out. And, and because he was not, you know, he had the accent. Well, evidently I work for 70 year old British women. Just FYI, not all of them. So, British women don't assume. Don't be like. Don't don't tag us. Be like. No, he doesn't do anything for me. I know I'm hideous. It's okay.
0: Huh. Well, anyway, so Chad, what do you want to add to that? I mean, we 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 ended up. We we have a couple of good stories, and we'll probably tell in private. But yeah, you, you want to talk about your moment?
2: Yeah, no. I mean, it was just. Uh, I almost po- I almost wrote back on the Facebook thing, but yeah, it was just you know we we brought pillows. Uh, one of Joe's friends and one of the Comic Con, one of the Comic Tyler
0: Tyler out there is. Uh, by the way, he called me last night to thank us, and I, I hadn't got to tell you, Chad. He if oh, he man. had your he, he's he and if he had your number, he would have called you. And uh, no, thanks were needed. But no, but it was uh, But
2: yeah, but so we had we brought. He told us to bring pillows, and we brought all these pillows, and somebody there told us to put them outside on a on a pallet, uh, and we were. And that didn't sit right with either of us, uh, but we did what he told us to do. And then we proceeded to, cause we were just going to drop the stuff off and go, but we were waiting and we said, well, what can we do? We're here to help. So we ended up unloading a bunch of things and we kind of got used to the lay of the land where everybody was picking up the canned goods, yeah. and putting things away. So we were putting things out. And as we were wrapping up, I noticed that at no point in time, nobody had pillows out there. So I said, Joe, let's go sign somebody see if we can find if there's a place to put these pillows. And I t- we talked to this really nice lady. I didn't get her name. She says, you all have pillows, please bring them in. There. Put them at this table over here. So it was as soon as we put the pillows out, like as soon as we turned her back, families were swarming that table to get those pillows. Um, and I turned around to go the opposite direction because I didn't want to be in the way. And this woman who had two kids, um and another older uh, an older person who i assumed was her mom you looked at me and started crying and just said you don't know what it had you had you don't know what you have until it's gone so i almost lost it there it was an emotional moment and it's it's true you just don't know what you have
0: yeah our friend Um, real quick tyler phillips had told us he said you know a lot of people bring water and this is just and i don't want to be sad about this all the time just so people know if you want to give back uh, we we did a post about it i don't know chad if you have any arguments about what i posted but if you want to give back pillows <laughs> blankets um gloves what else was i missing things that they are uh, blankets yeah blankets i just said blankets.
1: <laughs> oh you did i can't man i'm sorry
0: He's doing it again, James. You're not calling him out for it.
1: No, I well, I, mean, I didn't want to interrupt. I mean, because no, I couldn't he make him blankets either. He was sitting. I, there. No, no, I, I no. couldn't. Ma- I actually feel bad because I couldn't make it. But you know, but well,
0: and 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 if you don't have any money, and Tyler Phillips, by the way, fantastic person for telling us this, and he told us that he'd give a pillow to somebody in it. Yeah, and it
2: made their day, it and, and they cried, and I'm like, oh, and I didn't expect that to happen to me, and it yeah, happened right. to me, and yeah. of course, in, in sheer. Chad Fashion, who is the most, uh, most people who listen to this, who know me, know the extre- extremeness of my awkwardness. Um, so I immediately just kind of like tucked my shoulders because I don't handle, you know, people saying thank you in any shape, way or form. Well, I just like, you're, you're welcome. And like, Did it anytime. And, I, but at the same time, I was walking away going, I, you know, it it, it was, it was touching. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like, oh God, this is social.
0: <laughs> and you know that was actually one of the best parts is it was social. A lot of people were very nice to us and very confident. Yeah. Um, the, the, another short story is is that the guy who had kind of been directing us as we were leaving, I stopped to say thanks. I didn't, and, and he was, he was saying thank you, and then and he made a comment us about us being lowlanders, and basically that you know he was surprised anyone from you know, uh, Lexington could work. Right, Chad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it doesn't bother me. I'm from the area I understand. And then proceeded to question me when I said, well, you know, I'm actually from a holler in Leslie County. Oh, yeah? Did you know blah, blah, blah? And you know what, you son of a bitch? I did know them, and they did die of cancer, and you were shocked when I told you. (laughs) Yep. Chad, back me up. Yep. Yeah. That happened.
1: And then, so, Joe, but then Joe took it a step further and be like, and I know they died of cancer because I gave it to him, and that really, really was going too far. But
0: I blew cigar smoke up their butt for twenty years. <laughs> don't ask how I got in that situation where I had close access to his butt. <laughs> but anyway, if you can give back, and like I've told people, if you if you don't have a lot of money, that's fine. If you can find ten or twenty bucks in gas money, drive down. If you have questions, we will get you in contact with people who will help. These people need help sorting and unloading trucks. And that's great that they need help unloading trucks. And also not to forget, this is something I talked to somebody today about, and they were very, they knew a lot more about doing a lot of this stuff than I do. And it's like, this is great for the first two or three weeks. And then everybody forgets. Yep. Well, there's,
1: and it sounds terrible, but there'll be another, something else will happen. Other people will need
0: help. There you go. Sorry. Yeah so the, once again we will be doing something at Fall Fan Fest. Bonehead will be at Fall Fan Fest. We'll have our own table. I would imagine that depending on how it goes that we will be raising money at Fall Fan Fest cuz uh, clearly Bonehead is not at Fall Fan Fest to make any money at all. Uh, at all, I just want you all to know that. I mean, I, I paid for the table, so we're not we're in already in the damn hole. So, what money we will, whatever money we get, and how we do it, will be going to the relief fund for southeastern and eastern Kentucky. And,
1: and and by the way, even if you can't travel down to help to to do something like okay. that, I want you can't travel down to hell. Now, if you can't travel down to help, there's other things you can do. I'm not sure exactly how the sponsorship. I'm not sure how it works to be honest, but. We've mentioned it before that one show with Brian Combs did an episode and they have an arrangement where every time someone listens to that, a donation is made. I shared it. I think Bonehead shared it on Twitter.
0: I shared it too. I
1: shared it. I mean, there's ways that you can help where literally and I even put when I shared it through Bonehead because it was me that shared it through Bonehead. I think I even put, listen, it doesn't matter if you hate music. Put it on for your cats when you're at work. It doesn't matter. Or if you
0: hate Brian Combs. I did it. I did it to all my damn people I hate. It was like, listen to this (laughs)
1: son of a bitch.
0: Talk about obscure shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, you know, and I'll I'll just aside. literally there are other things doing something like that where they have a sponsor or they have something where, hey, you listen, give 30 minutes of your time, get exposed to some music that you may not have heard before. and, And his theme is hopeful music, which is definitely needed. And, and you listen and you make a donation that way. So there are things like that out there. Look for those. If you can't travel, if you can't, I miss going because quite frankly, I was settling some legal issues and I had to be out of state. I'm being honest. I that's why God.
0: I Normally when we make that joke, it's a joke, but he was settling legal. I, and,
1: and by the way, it all went south. I'm okay, I, but I, and I will not go into details well, partially because I
0: is he can't go back to
1: Mississippi. Uh, no, but I, part of it, I can't go into details also because I have do not disclose agreements, but the point being, gentlemen, is I felt really bad that I couldn't make it, but I also know the good that happened, and and there's other ways that you can do good, so if you can't travel, if you can't do something like that, you know, if your grandmother wants to, is sitting around saying, I'd like to help, be like, oh, great, great, here's a podcast you can listen to, listen to some music. Maybe she's too old to work, but she can help that. I
2: think. And also tell them to listen to us just because we need to
0: listen.
1: Yeah. I I was about to say,
0: if you've got a podcast, Grab All You Want to Listen To, check us out. And then, you know, flipped over to the Brian Combs, that son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) By (laughs) the way, as as Joe pointed out, as you can tell, we have no sponsors. I don't know why. Every Every time I mention the name of something, I go, why don't you sponsor us? But speaking of which, have you tried this Burger King? It is on. the king of flavor.
0: Really Ooh. quick. This is a good segue out of this depressing topic, which actually is a good topic. We can go down and help. I, I Have you guys ever had anybody talk to you who are friends of yours and ask you, why don't you all have a sponsor?
1: Yeah, no. I get it all the time.
0: I, I get it a lot, too. I've got I to literally
1: know. had three or four people. As a matter of fact, I, as you all know, long-term listeners of the show will know. That I we several years ago now. What has it been? About three years ago now. We did an episode that I used for my class where we talked about fictional colleges oh, yeah, in movies. Um, and so my students listened to it, and some of them even came back going, "Oh, that's really it's entertaining because you talk to each other like your friends." I'm like, "We we are. That's not an act. We actually do <laughs> know each other. It's I we have weren't to cast." This
0: shit, fourteen hours a day.
1: We weren't cast. They didn't put out a casting call and be like, we need three geeks to talk. No, that didn't happen. We know each other. But they, even they said, yeah, why don't you all have a sponsor? And I'm like, I don't know who's going to sponsor. We're weird. And yeah. we also don't edit ourselves. If we think something sucks, not like the great taste of Burger King, wait, that uh, logo for Burger King. But if we think something oh, sucks, sure. we'll call them out. And well, that, we- that makes it really hard to sponsor
0: and honestly, I'm at the point in my life, the first year or two, I wanted a sponsor. And then I didn't, we really didn't fight for it. And we actually thought about doing Patreon and all this. Remember, we almost, almost pulled the trigger on Patreon. You guys remember?
1: Oh, and there's still time. And like, should we?
0: And now I just don't, I've got a bill for our corporation sitting on my thing over here that I got to pay this week. And I always think, oh, God, and at some point, it's just not fun when I have to deal with somebody and money.
1: Yeah, well, and but you know, I do, I do see a lot of these oh, other yeah. groups.
0: Yeah, I know the. And if I got the money, I, I, and we've talked about this, other yep. than equipment, I'd want to spend it on advertising for the show.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe we should do a sponsor. I don't know. What do you? No,
1: want? no, I don't know. Uh, but honestly, you, we...
0: you guys, what do you guys think? I don't. Just dealing with the tax shit on that. It's so easy to win my file because we're incorporated. <laughs>
1: Well, no, but I'm sorry. I was just saying about the DuPont Bonehead Hour.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Chester Fields is here to sponsor
1: <laughs> that's, that's the Bonehead who we'll get. Weekly
0: Fun Zone. Do
1: you, do you think that's who we would end up getting? Skull Bandits present. Skull
0: <laughs> Bandit would like to sponsor Joe Lewis and Chad Jennings and James Thomas in the Bonehead Weekly Glass and Metal Fun Zone.
1: If we had a sponsor, I would want to do it, and obviously, it didn't.
0: I really would doubt. I doubt Dana Carvey, I doubt, Carvey show. I really wish it was Chesterfield's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd light one up if they do it. We're sponsored yeah.
2: by. We're sponsored by Elmer's Broom Glue, the best glue to fix your broom.
1: <laughs> well, no, that's one uh, of my. It was no- actually was Broom Glue. Was it Norm Macdonald who lost his sponsor? The late great Norm Macdonald. God, I still miss him. Uh, but lost his sponsor on on. I think it was his podcast before it became a video podcast and was on. You know, Norm Macdonald has a show or whatever. When um, he was just doing a podcast, he had a sponsor. They were a grill company. They didn't make actual grills. They made the inserts that you put in. So, like, you know, the Bengals logo would be on your yeah. meat or something. And I forget who the guest was, but he was doing the promotion and the guests are going, wait a second. So he just puts the logo on your meat and Norm McDonald couldn't do it anymore. And he started making fun of the product. And the next week he goes, we, uh, we lost that sponsor.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah.
1: Which, by the way, though, I remember that I would have, if I was a sponsor, I'd be like, make fun of us every week because I didn't know anything about that product. But I'm telling that story now because Norm McDonald couldn't stop making fun of it and it's burned into my memory.
2: By the way, uh it's the Norm McDonald recorded podcast, I highly recommend watching the recorded version of Norm McDonald talking to Tim Allen and then him bringing up Tim Allen's uh, uh conviction. For
0: drugs, right?
2: <laughs> and for drugs and just He's looking at prison. Tim Yeah, and looking at Tim Allen's irritated face that Norm McDonald just brought that up. One it's one hundred percent worth it. <laughs>
0: And Norm McDonald be completely clueless that he just pissed <laughs> off Tim Allen. He just kept going. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And for you all out there, yes, Tim, the tool man, Taylor, Taylor. who was worshiped as the great father, did time in prison. And I actually remember a few years ago, he's talking about he was trying to get it. Hey, was it weed I- or cocaine?
2: Can't remember which one it was.
0: As drugs, he was a drug. he was, of course, a cocaine. lot cocaine. It was cocaine. A lot of comedians sold drugs. Bill Maher talks about how it's how he really kept from having kind of a what? day job as he was What's trying the, to a lot the, of them sold drugs, especially in the early 80s.
1: The famous quote from oh, I forget which member of the Mamas and the Papas. But uh watching Star Wars for the first time. I had Harrison no idea Ford. that Harrison Forge was an actor. I just knew him as my dealer.
0: I just knew him as my <laughs>
1: Uh, by the way, the Norm McDonald sponsorship thing, uh, like I said, it was the best advertisement they would have gotten ever because how else would I remember the name of the man great?
0: Man great. When your meat needs to be grated. I don't know uh, what's funny about man great.
1: Mangro- don't try to be a great man, Joe. Just be a man great. <laughs> That'll that meat.
0: Oh, man great. Gonna have a man great all right so that's one go ahead i was just going to move on i was going
2: to ask you all about the big news that happened a couple uh as of yesterday about the batgirl
1: now a a can i can i can i ask a can something? i finish can i fit? now admiral no by the way timely uh anyway um Chad, i've got a question about that so what's the movie done except for special effects is that what i'm understanding
2: Principal photography. The way I understand it, principal photography was done. I don't think okay. they had had a chance to do reshoots or anything like that. Okay. But, it, But yeah, to my understanding, it was all. It was all but done. They had to go back. But you know,
0: reshoots can take quite a bit. And every big tent pole movie has reshoots. Yeah, I mean, but, it, but my look thing. At,
1: ab- go ahead. My thing about that is so let's let's. I'm on devil's advocate here. How much had they already, because they've already paid the cast, right? The cast didn't be like, oh, it's canceled, I guess I don't get paid. No, they got paid.
2: Oh, everything's, yeah, yeah, everybody, all the bills have been paid, but they just don't, it's somewhere to fall behind that it was made for a streaming service, but then they were going to release it theatrically, and then it was going back into streaming, and then it was going back theatrically, and now that Discovery owns Warner Brothers, they're like, this is not uh, apparently, there's been some rumblings that it's not that good, and it was not quality enough to go. But
1: they also <laughs> killed JJ Abrams' show.
2: That is that confirmed?
1: That is confirmed. Well, as yeah, of today, not... they announced that it was it was done done.
0: Okay. What is it? The, the did, Justice did... League Dark.
1: Oh no no no! The, his other one that he did for him died died Di- Di- um I can't. Diodonium. Oh. He it was a show that he had done, and it was supposed to come out through HBO Max, and now it's canceled too.
2: Yeah, they're hmm. gutting they're gutting HBO Max for reasons that I cannot quite comprehend.
1: Well, and by the way, I was sitting there and I I got my HBO auto pay alert, right? So yeah. I I I'm I don't mean to intimidate you all. I'm upper class, I pay for it without commercials. Uh HBO? <laughs> or whatever it is. I pay for the upper level one, whatever that I is. I don't have
0: commercials either. I don't either. What-
1: Whatever whatever I had to pay so my wife could watch it in the Heights when it first came out during the pandemic is what I paid for it. Which was, it was a step up from the base one.
2: I canceled Netflix because I prefer HBO Max.
1: But here's but the thing if, about if, that. If, if
2: Discovery keeps fiddling with it.
1: Well, because I was sitting there and I was like, man, yeah. I pay seven bucks a month for Disney Plus. That's why I got locked in it. Right now, they uh-huh. can change, I guess. I'm paying 16 something for HBO Max and I'm going to be honest with you, guess which one I watch more?
2: Oh, and well, if what? it's
1: if it's getting to the point where I can't watch anything on HBO Max, because one of the things, and it's been it's been allegedly disputed, but that you know at one point there was some rumblings that Peacemaker season two might not make it. Now that's according yeah. to uh, really? to uh, J- James yep. Gunn. James Gunn goes that's being blown out of proportion. But I'm nervous, right? Yeah, so, I mean if I mean, they
2: get rid of Peacemaker, Doom Patrol. Game yeah, controls one of my favorite shows out right now. I'm like,
1: yeah, and and, so, it,
2: and all and all they're focusing on is the fact that they're merging it, the two streaming services together. And I really don't give a shit about anything that's on Discovery Plus. It doesn't need to be on my streaming service. I'm not going to watch any of it. Well, but again, I, I know that's not cater. I'm not the audience for what's on Discovery Plus.
1: Well, and I guess my thing about it is, is I'm a little bit confused because given the merger, I'm not not Discovery. I'm a huge science nerd. I like to watch documentaries. It took me a while to know the touch of a woman. All of this is true. That being said,
0: well, did you he want her to touch her.
1: Why is Discovery? It seems like Discovery is the one making the call. Warner doesn't Warner Brothers have any clout left?
2: No, Discovery is the one that bought Warner Brothers. They have the
0: say in everything now. I <laughs> well, didn't that's know what Discovery had bought them. That's what I, I thought. Did. I thought Discovery bought them. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And I'm not I, arguing with you. It's probably true. I just didn't realize. I
2: it. could be wrong, but yeah, I thought Discovery bought Warner Brothers.
0: Which uh,
1: how, did yeah. this, how did Discovery end up in that much that good of a position? I, I'm on. I don't know the business side. Yeah, of that. Don't, I curious. don't. I don't. I don't
0: either. I don't know I don't, anybody who has Discovery Plus.
2: Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how any of this works, but yeah, I mean, they're gutting everything in terms of a lot of the content. I mean, they're just scrapping things left and right. And then Batgirl is like the biggest example, because as everybody says, it was pretty much done. And they determined that it wasn't quality enough to go to theaters and that they are so adamant about not doing it, putting anything directly on HBO Max now, which boggles the mind. Why not just put stuff on HBO Max? I mean, I, I agree with them. Do the big tentpole movies at the theaters. Yes, but don't just throw the streaming service out the door.
1: Well, but that's the thing too. If they just do tent poles, if one of those fail, right? It's the problem with tent poles is actual tent poles, right? If you're in a tent and one of those poles doesn't perform.
0: What in the hell are you even saying right
1: <laughs> Have you ever been you in know a know tent? The problem Joe? with the
0: tents with the poles.
1: And you can't Have you ever been, been about, in a tent, Joe? I mean, you know, let's call
0: it. Hold if on! You almost quoted somebody we used to know fifteen, twenty years
1: ago. I, I actually that thought that quote ran through my head two days ago. I'm <laughs> invited. You know these polls,
0: the Chad Dweeble D, these polls. <laughs> now if but, they fall. These
1: polls are going to fall. Well, and that's the entire point, though. What my point that is, like right now, Warner Brothers. Hitler. Warner Brothers has the number one movie in America with uh, Super Pets, right?
0: I, I, I don't that's know. That's not. That he sees it.
1: It's his number one at the box office. That's not a 10-pole-style film, though, right? I mean, it. No. That's not Batman. That's not. So, are you going to start doing away with that? Now, admittedly, you wouldn't want to. That wouldn't be the way you kick off your summer. But that's a brilliant marketing strategy to close out the summer when the kids are going back to school. Parents want to take them for one last movie or drop them off and have some peace and quiet at the flipping house. Whatever. Um, so I, I guess that's my kind of concern is if they're saying, Oh, we're a tent pole company, well, A, you get a couple I'm gonna use water world, you get a couple water worlds where, yeah, they performed but not as well as you hoped, then your tent starts to collapse. You can't rely on
0: see the poles fall down.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. If you've been in a tent and you've been in a tent that where the poles malfunction, you have a problem.
0: I don't know. and
2: i'm kind of like i said i'm kind of with joe except for rare rare instances like peacemaker or doom patrol i'm a little superheroed out and i'm just like i don't like they're fed they're hedging all their bets on harry potter which
1: is declining it's, i mean I, yeah i'm not being me I, I, I don't
2: I, I don't know how much further you could dig into that hole and what? then and then you're just going to revisit wonder woman batman and superman and uh you know I, my guess is the Green Lantern TV show that was going to come to HBO Max is pretty much gone. That hasn't been announced yet, but I'm sure it's scrapped. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, a, you know, I just, I'm comic booked out. I'm like, I don't, it's just the whole does this, this whole thing just makes no sense to me, especially the Batgirl thing. I'm like, at least, well, let I them never finish understand it. why
0: you don't put it. I mean, I get that you may have an inferior product and that you may not, but I don't understand why you just don't drop it on the streaming service. Where yeah, people- I mean literally already buy it just for the dc stuff
2: i was gonna say most of netflix's most of netflix's movies they make a big deal about are subpar at best i'm like so just put it on and then i i don't putting it as a tax write down it it makes no sense to me so and it makes no sense to most people out there in 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 the the world
1: but you would have had people went to see that one just because they had michael keaton as batman again
0: yeah, I agree with you. I but and it, Brendan it, Fraser as uh, a villain.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, literally, that's what I was like. Oh, Brendan Fraser, I, bring back the nineties. Let's go to the pictures. <laughs> but
0: yeah, but, I just just drop it on streaming if you don't want because I mean, I as much as I shit on streaming and we shit on streaming quite a bit here, it is nice from time to time just to watch something at home and don't have to get a damn babysitter.
1: Or, is, I, is and it, can, you know, I, can I finish? can I say something else real quick? You, I mean, you're going to. Yeah, I'm going to, but if y'all disagree with me, I'll be shocked. All right. HBO, focus on me. Zoom in a little bit. Okay, let's look. You let Snyder finish the crap fest. I oh.
0: agree. I agree. They finish. Spend 90, they spent another $90 million to finish that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the report of what it cost to make his Snyder cut that four-piece shit fest that was just longer, and sli- and I, here, Here, I'm going to give him credit, I will say this, to me, I saw both versions, it's this much, and if you're listening, it's about a half an inch, a little bit better than the shit fest that Joss Whedon finished and gave us, slightly. Yeah, yeah I agree, slightly, but it's still not that much, it's still... Well, I know you hate them both, but will you admit that it's slightly better than the... No, than the- it's it's better, yeah. It's be- but it's so overblown... So boring in parts, yeah, it just makes slight more sense that it's whole like that whole movie. the whole aspect stupid ratio villain. thing uh, What? differentppen wolf is still kind of a stupid villain in the day yeah, no. he's why, awful why, why it wasn't uh I almost said judge Dredd. why it wasn't uh dark side dark side, I have no idea yeah uh, that oh, whole movie
1: it also was gonna i forgot it was also gonna give us j k. Simmons as Gordon.
2: Yeah, I would have
1: liked to see that
2: just it, it, whatever, whatever Warner Brothers itself has had a long history of just botching all of their, 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 their light, their properties. I mean, it's just, they don't have, they don't know how to do anything with them. And now that they've been bought out, it seems like the company who's mostly known for reality shows is doing the same is doing it even worse than it was before and i'm just like how much more can you how much damage more can you Well do what
1: they I mean? kill they killed the next Scooby movie they, they killed
0: the-, kill the next Scooby movie and and by
1: the way did
0: that was that also mostly done yeah it was yeah
1: holiday it was haunt done. it was allegedly going to come out at christmas i guess holiday haunts did so
0: why don't they just buy oh my god i hated that other scoob film but my kid hated it too and then he rewatched it a month ago and it was awesome watch it three
1: times oh well no but that's what I, but again everything doesn't have to be for me no, but if you're that I close have
0: enjoyed it my kid would have enjoyed it and watched it it'd be another yeah. one for me to keep hbo maxes oh well, shit that scooby movie's coming on at christmas yeah
1: yeah i mean and, and quite frankly I, I, I've been hanging on to I mean literally I, right now we haven't thought about canceling but I, any streaming service but right now hold a gun to my head and it's we actually had a conversation about it earlier today if we had to cancel one I'm leaning toward HBO Max because there's not as much stuff coming out I want to see we watch all the Marvel shows so of course Disney Plus has to stay
0: Well, that's especially
1: issue. with Disney Plus starting to put on the R-rated Deadpool and stuff real nice I
0: mean yeah, wow. asking me about it the other day. He's like, Well what is it? Well why can't I watch it? It's on Disney. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What you need I, to I know is... I mean, I, I I just I know i love up to
0: on the argue. He he gave yeah. up on the argument, but, well, that's it, but... he made a good point. It's like I let him loose with everything else on Disney Plus. Here's a remote sign. So.
1: Yeah. But anyway, no. I, but and so HBO Max is, is the one that I'm like. I'll keep Hulu. Hulu occasionally has some stuff I enjoy on it. I also have to keep it to watch my What We Do in the Shadows.
0: Um, There's just too many streaming services. And
1: Shorzy, I've got to keep it for Shorzy and Kenny and stuff like that. But HBO Max, if they do, if if Peacemaker ends up not making it, and like Chad said, Doom Patrol. They're TV shows, and I watched the George Carlin biography, so I'm done with that now. <laughs> so, what is there? I mean, and I just, they're going to have to bring something to the table.
0: I just finished the Paul Newman one done by Ethan Hawke. Paul Newman, and it's really good. Oh, and I do want to shit on a movie if we got a moment.
1: Well, yeah, we do.
0: Your subject. Sure. So, I had two or three days the other day where we took off, and the kid likes to go into movies, which is I can't imagine my son. <laughs>
1: He how, likes the moving pictures. He likes
0: stories and movies. It's like Jesus,
2: how that because,
0: because if he didn't, is he got a belt upside the head? Uh, well, that's not even it. I just but I'm happy. It's something I enjoy doing, and we can do together. So he wanted to see the new Jurassic World. I know you guys aren't fans. However, I, I enjoyed the first Jurassic World. I like the haunted house one, as I said before on our dinosaur episode of part two. I took him to see Jurassic World Dominion. That movie is awful. Guys, it's worse than Jurassic Park 2 or 3. I promise. And here's the reason why it's awful. I fell asleep almost twice. It's so damn boring. And it's like Indiana Jones. They're jet-setting all over the world different things. And you and Christy and I looked at each other like, where the fuck is the dinosaurs? you try to whisper it because he's sitting there watching it. And he gets bored about a few minutes into it. But the dinosaurs come back and he was okay. It's awful. Complete waste of everybody who's in that movie. The villain's terrible. I who directed I, I, it? The same guy that directed Jurassic World. He came back when he made when he remember he was the one who was going to Follow Trevor War. He was yeah. going to direct the third um uh, Star Wars. He yeah. was going to be the one who did the finale. And some of the beats in it, if you go back and read the script, actually came from his script, which is a slightly not great, but better than what, kind of what we ended up with. Oh, yeah. So, um, no idea. He got shit on. Did you see that little movie he made? Dean Norris is the bad guy. Is the next door neighbor, and the kid dies and leaves the other his brother or something. It's not bad. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I know, I haven't seen it, but yeah. Remember, it just got rampaged. And it was, and Chad, don't get me wrong, can't recommend the movie, but it wasn't that bad. There's like people who shit all over The Lone Ranger. Remember, Tarantino came out a few years ago. It's like, this isn't, don't get me wrong, but this is not the worst movie I saw this year. No. No, actually, (laughs) The Lone Ranger, it's overblown, but the third is pretty good. And there's Johnny Depp as a yeah, it's don't get me
1: There's some problems, but it was I was entertained. I enjoyed the
0: train scene. That's what I was Is that yeah. the third act? The whole third act is in. The I train, think. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah, and that train scene goes on for a long time, it's, but I it's
0: enjoyed on it forever. And that well but, thought out idea of having a, a white guy play and playing a Native American to begin with, but
1: by the way, Chad, I sorry this just popped up in my feed. It's not confirmed yet, but I'll just read it. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery has actually been on a cancellation spree for a little longer than is immediately apparent. While Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol, and Titans all have devoted fan bases and critical acclaim, lesser-known projects were quietly axed in recent months, including the announced Wonder Twins project, Ridley Scott's science fiction series Raised by Wolves, and Made for Love. On the CW side of things, pretty much the entire Arrowverse has been cancelled or shortened. Yeah. Uh, TNT and TBS both have had their budgets cut, uh, and so none of this is looking good for the likes of Harley Quinn and Doom Patrol, who will, which will probably be announced soon.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. Well, which is I'm just sure. depressing.
1: It, well, I, yeah, it's it's Doom Patrol.
2: Both, Doom Patrol it's, is is amazing, and it shouldn't it's be canceled.
1: better than it has any right to be. Like I uh, and I agree with you, Chad. I enjoy the living daylights out of it, but literally yes
0: I, I could never make it past like the third or fourth episode
1: yeah i i, I felt the same way a little bit joe i was with because yeah, i was like mm, those mm. first but couple then, episodes
2: are rough but then you get in then they start moving and that's when it gets fun
1: yeah and, and you get into the character because the beginning's really kind of depressing pressing yeah because it's oh these people well, are it's a, terrible
0: it's kind of funny i kind of thought it was funny
1: it's fun, Except but it's wasn't the
0: problem. It's like the second and third one that was getting me. It was like, oh god, where this yeah.
1: But this? anyway, uh, but no, I so I agree, and I guess that's my concern is if if we're focused on low budget or pole, what about all the I don't want to say experimental, but what about the mid range? What about
0: the mid range well, got killed theater and now is getting killed on streaming. I was
2: yeah. gonna say Disney. Disney doesn't have a mid range, so I think that's what that's what this guy from this Discovery guy is trying to re- recreate. Is going, I, we're just not gonna do anything mid range. Which that's the problem is as studios stop worrying about you know letting things like you know that may not be, you know, up here at the top level, see by we're not gonna find anything anything new or entertaining like Peacemaker, like Doom Patrol, uh, right. like Raised by Wolves, which I will admit this last season of Raised by Wolves was a little, little rough to get through, but you know it's just certain things you need to let things. Everybody needs to quit focusing on the blockbusters. I'm just so sick of blockbusters.
1: Well, and the problem is, block. There's not been a blockbuster that felt like one lately. And what I mean by that, going back to Joe's point about Jurassic World or Jurassic, what is this one? Jurassic Funhouse. I don't know, It's
0: pretty bad. I mean, it's.
1: I, I got to ask this because you know my stance on Jurassic Park 3. Is it, is, is it as bad or, as, or worse I than think Jurassic I, Park 2? I haven't
0: seen... I so Park. my least favorite one wasn't part three, even though it was pretty stupid. My least favorite one was Spielberg's sequel, uh, Jurassic Park. What was the second Jurassic Park's name? I don't even remember. Oh, um, Lost World? Lost World. That one was my least favorite because I thought it was so bad.
1: Well, part three. Uh, I mean, I heard the part three is
0: dumb, but I don't have. I I thought it was worse than both of those because I don't remember them being boring. This one was extremely boring.
1: Well, and I, and I guess that's my point is that yes, blockbuster was about how well it sold and did it break a million or whatever. But also, blockbuster used to mean you've got to see this on the big screen. There's right. something to this, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> feeling that
0: I mean, it's probably top gun is the one thing that everybody had to see on the, and i and i haven't seen it so i'm not gonna shit up we're not big top gun fans on here but i haven't seen the new one and that's the one thing that you hear though right
1: i'm just saying is top gun really so. that well when iron eagle has four films already seems a little slow seems a little slow if it was good when i have four films too that's right.
0: i do <laughs> want, i do want to speaking of streaming and this is the last thing i want to talk about but whatever you all want to talk about but I, I was telling Chad this, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I can't. I'm having the damnedest time making through this last season of Discovery, and I'm Star trek out. Speaking of Paramount Plus and and that, I, I just the one. Okay, so the worst fans on Earth are who? Star I admit Wars. Star Wars fans are the worst fans on Earth. They're just the most. And I don't think all Star Wars fans are awful. No. I'm just, if no. you are a racist, you're probably. St- <laughs> not
1: hold on all not all star wars fans No, are.
0: it's the same it's the joke we do about about republicans but anyway I'm, I'm half-heartedly joking but star wars fans are the are just awful sometimes
1: well if you don't and and, and go ahead i'll make my point in you go first sorry
0: But I, oh my God, they need to cut down the Star Trek just a little. There doesn't, and not every season has to be 17, 20 episodes. That was a good thing about Strange New Worlds was it was only 10 episodes and it leaves you wanting more. So the one, the positive thing I like about Disney Plus and Star Wars is it's six episodes, seven episodes. It's just, it just doesn't. Oh, go on and on. Some of this Star Trek shit insists upon itself, and you all know I love Star Trek. I do. I do love I, Star Trek. James, defend me a little bit on this. I have no, no, no. Star I, Trek. I've got
1: a point. I'll, I'll, I'll echo you a little bit. Now, I love Star Trek, and I actually have enjoyed Discovery. But here's my point I will make about Discovery, and I love it. And if somebody shares this with people who make the show, do not get me wrong. A, God bless you for helping Star Trek come back.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. B,
1: actually, the character development has been, for many of those characters, really good and actually pretty nuanced. That being said, somebody pointed this out, and I was like, all right, this this is one I have to acknowledge. The problem with the entire season about the Burn... Is that in the next generation, there's about seven different episodes where they encounter aliens that use other forms of warp travel, not relying on dilithium. And somebody pointed that out and went step by step. Well, they could use the Romulan method, which doesn't use dilithium. They could use the blah 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 method. They could use and I was like, Yep, all right, that's fair. Because we had all that data. I mean, quote unquote, in 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 universe, they would have had that data. They would have been like, oh, dilithium doesn't work anymore. All right, we'll try this. That's a fair critique. And I think that's one of the things that is a big difference is for, much like the issue with Star Wars fans, for Star Trek fans that are obsessed with canon, I do understand where things like that in Discovery make them upset. I can understand it. It doesn't bother me per se because, to quote the great William Shatner, it's just a TV show. That being said, I understand it. I, I understand where you're coming from. What I do love about Discovery, is, and I've said this before, I've said, I will watch Jet Reno eat licorice and mock people 14 hours a day. You give Tignatero her own spinoff, and well, you she's said, on every episode. No, no, no. But when she is on an episode, my enjoyment of that episode goes up.
0: I agree. She's the Uncle Arthur of Dark Star Trek. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. And that's exactly what I want. Uh, That being said, I find some of the characters compelling. Again, I've said it before. um, Stamets as a character I love. Actually, Dr. Colbert. These are characters that have – they've got something going for them that I identify with, I enjoy. That being said, do you think part of the issue with Discovery is everybody gets their time? And that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. Let me let me word that a different way. Yeah. I mean there's not in in the original series, in the next generation, you had and so the original series you had Kirk Spock McCoy. Those were your three. But then you had the other characters, and they were they were important. My favorite character is Scotty. I'm not but three and then you had the rest, right? Yeah. And next generation, you really had Picard Riker early on, especially. Yeah. And then you had other characters. But I mean Worf wasn't a main character really till what the third season. At least I mean, the third
0: season, Data they brought on more and more for the first yeah. season
1: a little bit. Data more. became Spock. Um yeah. and I'm I'm not I'm not again, I'm not trash. I love Star Trek. That being said, I think that's one of the challenges because with every other show back when you had 20 some episodes when you started a series where, okay, this is your focus. Like, we're going to follow Picard. Actually, the next generation starts. You follow Riker when he's assigned to the ship. And you yeah. Riker and Picard, the interaction there. And that's how you start. And then eventually you add on the other characters. That may be my only critique. Uh, or not my only, but a big critique of mine with the Discovery. We started following all these characters way too fast. And I love Stamets. I love Reno. Culber, I love these characters that being said there's a yeah, lot to follow so lot. and i think i think they've started to trim it down a little bit because you do have oh this person's going here but
0: i speaking so honest gonna... with you i can't remember the last season to the next season and i didn't care for the second season of picard either i thought it was boring as hell uh so that's just me i'm a little i may be a little star trekked out i did enjoy strange new worlds there were a couple of clunkers
1: uh i love strange new worlds Strange New Worlds, and I've, oh, I've said this off the air, I'll say it on there. Strange New Worlds is has just been compelling to me for several different factors. Look, and I'm not going to sugarcoat I love the original series. So it's given, it's it's doing the, to quote Joe Lewis, quoting South Park, it's given me the member berries. It's, it is uh, that,
0: it's very much the member
1: spoiler berries. Spoiler alert, that last episode of the season. Yes. Which basically is a giant what-if episode. Mm-hmm. God, I was sitting there when it did the flashback, and and and, and I've already said it, my favorite character. They never show it but you just hear him speak, and I was like, ee! it was great, it was great. I will admit. So I know they're pandering to people like me at times. Uh, I'll watch it all, but I'm with you, Joe. It's it's uh, it's
0: it's a little long on the tooth.
1: I, I I I I think, but actually, can I make a can I make a quick counterpoint?
0: Yeah, you know what has
1: been a great. No, actually,
0: you cannot do that. You're, you're.
1: Can I make a fair to middle and counterpoint? You want a great salve, if you will, to my Star Trek because I agree. Discovery, I enjoy, but it takes a little bit more out of me. I don't know psychologically because I think a lot of I think a lot of Discovery is more about trauma. Quite frankly, we know what's going to happen in Strange New World. Discovery deals with a lot of trauma. Yeah, and bouncing, being able to to end the season of discovery, and yes, strange new worlds came along, and I I love strange new worlds, but to also jump back to the Orville, I enjoy Orville quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The new season, the episode oh. which is now wrapped up, I enjoy the Orville.
2: Uh, I'm gonna have to fight you on that one. I'm I am so bored with this new season of the Orville.
1: <laughs> really, <laughs> is it because they dropped a lot of the humor?
2: Yes. I, That's exactly why, and I, I just think some—I think some of it's lazy, and now just—they are directly ripping off Star Trek now, which well, I'm I mean, just, I, I'm, I'm like, why? I've got bad
1: news, Jim. <laughs> well,
2: uh, it was like the comedy made it different. They were—they were ripping off Star Trek, obviously, but they were adding humor to it, which gave it that new element. Now they've gotten rid of the humor; it's all serious, and now it's just a direct word for. It's not even an homage. No, you're ripping off Star Trek.
1: See, I I think they go further than Star Trek will now. Uh, I honestly do the episode that has to I do with the watch. gender of the child. Yeah, that entire thing. Like Star Trek would have found a way to sugarcoat that and keep everybody happy.
2: Oh, uh, but even that's uh, that's a that's a heavy conversation. I even found that episode problematic. I was having a hard time with that one. So it well, was,
1: I, I I kind of like it because. Whereas, basically, Star Trek, somebody would have quoted the Prime Directive or something like that and said, well, that's what we're going to do. They basically, I mean, they they say, screw it. We're doing it anyway, right? And they find a way around it, and they do. It, I guess a little bit, it brought back, I guess if I had to do a Star Trek parallel, that was a Kirk episode. That was you a, know. well, we're not supposed to, but to quote Deep Space Nine, the man was a menace. Yeah. But anyway. I usually try I, not to show, but yeah, no,
2: Warville... I've I've been trying to get through Orville, and just every episode, I'm like, "This is from that Star Trek episode. This is from that Star Trek episode." I haven't watched it this season, so I I mean, it's been rough for me. I'll be honest with you; it has been rough. It has. I I got through Star Trek Discovery. I had a rough time with that. Um, I love Strange New Worlds. I, I I agree with Joe about Picard. Picard was. And I, I still love Lower Decks. I still like I love
1: Lower decks. decks. I'm so looking. That's actually August 25th, I think. I am so looking forward to Lower Decks. Because I know it's going to be a search for Spock-type ripoff. They have shown that enough. I don't care. Let's go. Let's steal the ship. Let's get the captain back. Let's go. Let's go. I wanted to see it.
0: I didn't finish Lower Decks yet. Yeah.
1: I love Lower Decks. Is this what, and, and I love the fact Lower Decks makes some people angry. <laughs> Is this what Star Trek has become? Fun? Yeah, I guess so. Sorry. And again, if you're a diehard fan you don't enjoy any of the new stuff, I understand that. That's fine. As I've said before, and I've as I've had to come to terms about certain things, not everything's made for everybody. and, and no. There are some Star Trek episodes that I sit back and be like, yeah, well, that one wasn't for me. It's fine. It doesn't have to be for me. It's for somebody else. Speaking of which, gentlemen, I do have one point I want to make, and I think this is on HBO Max, and it's a show that I've been watching with my son have y'all watched a blade runner anime they did it was hb it's warner brothers and Crunchyroll. the anime no nine. i haven't seen it um i forget the subtitle of it is it black swan or something like that doesn't matter uh it's blade runner anime it was on adult swim and now you can watch it there it is not a it's not a comedy like on adult swim it's very much in the, the anime style um but if you've not seen it check it out uh it it strikes a good balance between blood, the original Blade Runner and twenty forty nine, but it's about somebody that quote unquote wakes up, I, and that's I mean it's kind of a mystery. It's kind of we haven't finished it yet, so I can't tell you. But it is uh, there's a couple of episodes that actually get in so intense that my something else for a little while. <laughs> like usually he'll marathon a show. He's been he's been marathoning that naruto the kids like so much but he, he can't marathon that he's like he'll watch two episodes and he'd be like oh, i need some time to think about that okay so and he's the one that picked it out he goes what's blade Runner?" i'm like well it's one of my favorite movies but you ain't watching the. <laughs> and he goes it's a cartoon dad and i said like, well, let's check it out it's fun if so if you like blade runner or anime check out the blade runner show that's on hbo max
0: all right guys i think it's time to wrap it up yep Thank you all so much for our thank you so much Tweedledee tweed- for our no topic episode. This has been Bonehead Weekly.
1: Next week a topic. <laughs> <Arr>! <laughs>